You're listening to the All In Podcast with your hosts, Shane and Blake, giving you a new perspective on the dental industry. Are you ready to go all in? Let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do this. Welcome to the All In Podcast, the podcast that brings you a new perspective on the dental industry. I am Shane McElroy, and I'm joined by my good buddy, Blake McClellan. How are you, my friend? Not too bad. Not too bad. It's uh, heading into midwinter tomorrow. Oh, that's right. I got to give you the podcasting stuff. I don't know how that's going to happen. Yeah. Well, if we do it, we'll just do it amateur style because I've got to take a bunch of stuff up there for the trade show. We're having amateur anyway, so it's fine. Yeah. Well, and you know, we were going to interview with Heath and Ty, but they're not going to be there. They're doing a a course in Scottsdale with Marinfar. Oh, really? Yeah. Last minute, they're not going to be able to make it. So they, I had just talked to them the other night. They were saying that they weren't going to be there. So. Oh well. All right then. Mid-winter. I'm gonna go see. Yeah, I'm gonna go see uh, Christian from um, the Dental Yogis. He's teaching. A, oh yeah, yeah. A Super breakout. cool guy. Yeah. Like nicest dude ever. I'm gonna. You want to hate him because he's like freaking perfect, but he's he's, he's like the best. Literally the nicest. Him and his uh, fiance, they're amazing. I think his fiance. Yeah, they're amazing. Yeah, I don't think they're married quite yet. No. Um. But yeah, man, they're they're great people, and he's gonna be giving a breakout there at the meeting, so that'll be fun. And then um. We've I've got a couple booths there, so I got something with the implant compare stuff, and then with the ProMed stuff. So, and me, cool man, cool. Yeah. Just another trade show. Just another trade show. I'm gonna write another article on the, my flight back. Try to t- ver- uh, volume two, this article style. There, I'm gonna copy you like every other company does, and I'm gonna start doing that on my flights as well. <laughs> so, <laughs> today has been a controversial day. So you've got Brian Balawas who posted that hilarious meme about what your in-house milling looks like versus yeah. what you think it looks it like. even does in-house like. milling, man. I don't right. know why people get so offended. Because people, I mean, there's just, it honestly, it, it was because of the Facebook groups. Facebook groups have just oh come down God. to this really just, I mean, keyboard warrior thing, man. Like that's the problem with people hate Facebook because you go on there and you got 19 people who are just having a bad day looking to take it out on somebody. Yeah, nobody's nice on there ever. No, and you don't have that issue on Instagram. Like, yeah, he goes checked at the door. I mean, not yet, but like, it's like, why do you waste your time? And they were just dogging, you know, they're, they, they were hating on Instagram. It's like, wow, is this really clicky now that dentists are going Facebook or Instagram versus the YouTubers coming up? I, don't, I mean, like, Jesus. Oh, come on, man. It's fine. I did a story post on that too because I saw yours, which was really funny, where it was like watching, eating popcorn. <laughs> that was neat. And then I did one with it was, uh, you know, when Matt Barnes like fakes it at Kobe's face and the dude doesn't flinch. Oh, yeah. That was Bally Was. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't flinch, man. He, he just he kept making fun of him. It was, it was fantastic. Because the guy's authentic and the good guy, you know, he's just, he just posted something out there for humor for the dental community. And you got these keyboard warriors that just have nothing better to do. And honestly, the people that were doing it, that, did they that, make they the Sarek? Is their yeah. last name Sarek? Do they like, do? I mean, like, if you can do it, you can do it. He but that's kind of. I'll be honest. Come on, like, man. come on, that's Dent Supplies style, man. They love that cult following thing. Like, you, like you see these guys, they drink the Kool Aid all in with Dent Supply, and it's hilarious. Good for them. I mean, you I don't know, have anything we'll, against we'll Dent Supply. We'll, like, we'll ask our good guest because he's got Sarek too when he comes on. 
Yeah, I mean, look, it's a, it's a, it's that they make some good products, but at the end of the day, like, is <laughs> you know, you burn the town down for that company, like, geez, like it was just a joke. He was more making fun of himself than anything else. Yeah, so. because you just speed through it and you make one compared to a lab who's an artist doing it. Come on, like you know, it's just. Anyways, it was funny. So then, you know, one thing, I, and then I posted something talking smack about certain company trying to clone us after meeting with us a bunch, but uh, we're not going <laughs> to name anybody anyways. Can I name them? No. You know, <laughs> I, I think at a certain point, you just got to be peaceful and relax and um, let, let, let the speaking be done for itself. It's all good. They're coming after me too. It's fun. It's all good. <laughs> I like it. It's all good. I've pretty much gotten a fight with most of the big five dental implant companies at some point. So, yep. Uh, yep. you know, what's the, uh, That's what, what are you going to do for you, McClellan? <laughs> If you're not pissing people Irish off, you're not doing something right, right? And and that's a good segue for our guest here because honestly, absolutely, if you're fantastic. not if you're not upsetting people, that means you're not disrupting. You're going with the flow and and trying to be that way. And our industry is so narrow minded and analogued, and that's why I think there's just such a craving for disruption. There's a, you know everybody's just dying for this to happen. And honestly, dentistry got smacked in the mouth with uh, Smile Direct Club. Uh, at the end of the day because we weren't paying attention to the patient side of things, it left a vulnerability in dentistry and a, and a startup like that came in and, you know, look, there's a lot of clinical complications with that, but it could have been done on the right foot, I think, uh, and, and done the right way. And maybe they'll fix some of those issues that dentists have with it right now. But at the end of the day, it disrupted dentistry because dentistry didn't work together to try to find a solution. And no, so sir. that's what I love about this guest because a lot of people look at this headline from the surface and go, wow, you know, this is bad for dentistry. As they sit, you know, with their gray head, sitting in the background, complaining about everything and not doing anything. Whereas if you actually look underneath the hood of this, it's doing some really something positive. And so, um, you know, I'll let you introduce him because he's a, you're a good friend and how I met him. And, and, and uh, yeah, you would make the best introduction here. Well, you already tried to steal my thunder, but that's okay. Um, <laughs> I am. <laughs> no, uh, so th this guy has actually been a disruptor long before what we'll probably get into the most. Uh, he's in Macon, Georgia. He's a general dentist. And he started a, a dental spa practice in Macon, Georgia. And that disrupted it down there. Like people got really pissed. And he's an unassuming guy. He's a nice guy. He's calm. He ne I've never seen him angry. And I've known him for a long time. We've been really good friends for a while now. But he always he's a risk taker in the most positive way possible. He's not afraid to try things, even if he, and, and he knows there's a possibility of failing. But he goes, well, if you don't try, you don't know. And I love that attitude. And so, well, he started with a private practice, you know, the, the high end dental spa in Macon, Georgia. Now he's moved on to doing something with Walmart Health. And that's what we'll get into. So, Dr. Jason Mann, welcome to the All In podcast. How are you, brother? Uh -huh. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing pretty good. How about you? What an honor for you. I know you've been on like Fox and, and, and Bloomberg and all that, but now you're in the big leagues with the, the All In podcast. The heavy hitters. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I'm, 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 this is uh, this is very thrilling for me to be able to sit down and talk with y'all because I, well, uh, you know, it's funny that you know Shane and I used to talk all the time, and now he's uh, he's big time with all the podcasts. Now I don't get called. <laughs> Oh, like, so hey, what, what, what's going on why don't you call me no more yeah yeah that's what it is well <laughs> i'll tell you i'll tell you five dentists three dental reps and shane's mom all appreciate you being on here today <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, i swear i feel like this is pirate radio you know it's like we're on this <laughs> 
we've got a little small cult following, but uh, hey, it's given us enough life. We're going to keep this thing going. Hey, but. it's growing, dude. The, we, we released the episode today. Is Man, it was getting downloaded like crazy. So. I, I think it's just the posters. The posters are doing it, man. I, that, Lacey literally looks forward to you releasing those every time. Oh, the, uh, the comical <laughs> posts? We need yes. to do one with Jason in there. I'm sure they'll prove that. Yeah, those are so good. No, so yeah. good. Yeah. So yeah. Jason, will you tell your story a little bit? I mean, we met when I first got in, so it's been over a dozen years ago when I was slinging birds and diamonds and you were an associate at practice down at Macon. But can you kind of take everybody through like high level version of what Providence Dental Spa is like where that came from just before we get into like Walmart health stuff? Oh yeah, of course. Um, I've, uh, I graduated dental school from MCG back when it was MCG. I still call it MCG. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, that's all I know. How many names has it had now? It's been uh, G seven. Yeah, I just call it MCG plus. So it's it's something along those lines. <laughs> the OGs know that. The young ones coming up will never know. Right. Right. And so I I, I got out of there around 2007. Came to Macon. I was in the group practice for about four years and wanted to do something a little different and wanted to set myself apart. I looked at all the practices that I could um, all around the state. I'd look for, you know, practice transitions groups and and trying to find the right fit for me. But after looking uh, at all these practices, I really couldn't find the really right one for me. And just because either I was, you know, either super nitpicky or uh, I, I just wanted it my way, you know, like every other person, I guess. So, uh, so that's what ended up bringing me back to Macon, and uh, I wanted to do something different. And I said, "Well, you know what? We're going to try to create this kind of uh, the spa type of atmosphere." And w- when you hear all the the dental spa, you think, "Okay, you know, this is going to be uber expensive, and you know, there's no way I can ever afford to go there." And of course, I get you know dinged on social media so many times for all the um, videos we record or commercials, social media, whatever we do, that's the first thing that they usually say. But, you know, after you actually come in and, and, and have that experience and we call it our Providence Dental Spa experience. And so that you can actually see that, you know, we're in network with quite a few insurance companies. And so part of the reason for that is, you know, why, why do we want to, um, not allow the customer or patient base to not experience nicer things. Yes, it costs a little bit more, but it's all about the experience. You know, I, as, as if you hear, Jason, me- let me interrupt you right there. Let me ask you about this. How did the local dental community in Macon see that? Cause there was no dental spa there. I know that for a fact. Oh, no, no, no. Was it well received by your colleagues? Uh, well, it was ridiculed by my colleagues. Mm-hmm. Um, Why do you think that was? Well, Cause it's different. And they say, why? What? Because, you, you know, you look at some of the older school dentists and some of the and not even have to be older school dentists, it's just some of the dentists. And they say, why? Why are you stepping outside of the box of dentistry? Why do you have to do that to disrupt? Why do you have to do that to engage in, in patient care? They um, just want you to, you know, right, fix right. teeth and shut your mouth. Right, right. right. But then, then you, you go back and look at why are the patients actually there? They're, they're there to, of course to get dental work, of course, but they're also there to hear you out, get your expert opinion about what they need, but also having someone to have a concierge type of a treatment. So we have a lot of concierge team members in our, on our team to kind of hold your hand and walk you throughout the process. Because the first thing that, that 
patients come in, they don't want to, a lot of them will come in and say, this is what I want, but it's, is it truly what they want? So you got to really listen to them. And so doing that, listening to them, but also creating that experience, because what's the first thing that you usually hear and smell when you go into the dental office? It's a lot of smell. Leech baby and yeah, drills yeah. humming. Yeah. And so now if we have surround sound everywhere, calming lights, experienced hand paraffin, neck wraps, headphones, dim lights. Uh, just, like I, I just stop at the practice just to do that and relax sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> well, you'd be surprised we, when we were doing our, uh, I digress a little bit when we were doing some marketing, we were talking about, you know, uh, initial visits and stuff like that. And we, we on one of our marketing campaigns, this is complimentary hand paraffin, neck wraps, all this stuff. And I, I kid you not, I had a call come in and ask to see if they can book an appointment. And we said, sure, of course, we, we'll, we'll try to schedule you in. And we're trying to find out what they this person wanted. Um, come to find out, they just wanted to come in and sit down for the free hand paraffin and neck wrap. I was like, <laughs> Unfortunately, that, that's part of the service. <laughs> we can't, you see, you got to put some small type under that now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of course, you know, we, we, we changed the... The, the the verbiage a little bit so uh but yeah so it's 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 those things that you learn not to do that that, that kind of helped mold you as a practitioner so you disrupted the the dental community over there you started a practice from scratch and I, I you know i won't say what your numbers are but you took a period of like massive growth right mm-hmm. you kind of hit a wall there for a minute and then changed some stuff up i know you focused a ton on marketing dental implants. I think your rep really forced you into that, but it worked yeah, out for you. You yeah. got really good. Yeah. He's a pretty good guy. He's cool Shane. I see him in a Walmart parking lot one time offering free implants out of his trunk. So you got to watch out, man. He, he's got his own little like mobile dental clinic out of his But car. they were like Strawman implants I found yeah. on the ground somewhere. Well, he, he, he <laughs> off of it. It was just Horizon. So that's what it was. <laughs> Well, let me, ask, let me ask you, did that, being disruptive like that, you come into to make an area and you do that, did it take off initially or was it like really slow going to start? Well, for the first, for the first three years, it was slow going. And a lot of people didn't know this uh, about me early on was, you know, prior to, prior to doing, um, uh, opening up the practice and getting everything, uh, up to speed, you know, you had to bake ends meets. And so, you know, part of the practice I was working at Providence, but then, the other time I was doing mobile dentistry and that, that really kind of shed some light on some things, uh, expanded, uh, expanded my knowledge on a lot of things that we see in nursing homes and what I can really do differently in the practice and, and how I mold my treatment for a lot of the elderly if need be. And so, and, and it gave an eye opening experience of what is actually out there and what the need really is on certain populations. And so that, that was always on, uh, you know, a back burner for mine, for, for my mind of at some point in time, I'd like to do something along those lines. But when the opportunity presented itself, you know, we jumped on it, but, but with Providence, you know, creating that disruption, just to kind of give you an idea back when I built the practice in 2011, I, I was one of few, uh, practitioners in Macon to actually have a CBCT. So just along those lines alone, trying to see where where I wanted, where I I wanted to position my practice, and, and utilizing technology to allow me to provide better service for the patients, um, that that gave me an opportunity to market for that, 
and got to a point where, you know, of course, then again, after doing the dental spa with, and then CBCT coming on, then I would get a lot of flack from that is saying, why do you need this? You know, we've been doing, you know, uh, traditional implant placements for, you know, you just changed the standard for, of care and making you yeah. forced a bunch of people to buy a comb beam, right? Right, right, right. 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 What a bad guy. Yeah. But it, it's, it's the, the truly amazing part is part of what I would do. I'll give you a, you know, Shane knows my background a little bit about how I got into dental school. So I'm, 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 I really pester a lot of people if I really think, believe in something and I really want to try to push things. And I, try I taught to, him everything he I knows. Say, it sounds like Shane. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we're brothers from another mother. So That's right. Yeah. So, uh, and so that being said, when we, when we developed the practice and started bringing on the technology, I started engaging into the public. I did, you know, some live TV on the news and, and making. Then I, I started going out to not only uh, other practices, but also went to the medical practices as well and, and talking to them about how I can use my technology to potentially help them. So we got a ton of referrals coming in to take CBCT scans from, uh, from plastic surgery, from ENT, from primary care. Uh, and then we'll send them off to radiology for them to read. But, you know, for these patients that come in from those groups that just had uh, a jaw surgery, but they don't want to have a true CBCT or a true CAT scan done down down at the hospital, then they can come in here, take a quick CBCT. And I can send over an image for them. They review it. So now I'm getting word of mouth. So I'm getting a lot of patients from the medical center and, and uh, all the other centers around here. Just so you really established like a really strong base uh, network there in the community, it sounds like. I mean, really, it sounds like uh, that's probably a big part of your success is you were out there in the community. Right, right. And and, and bringing awareness to what, what dentistry can do, what the capabilities are with technology, and knowing that it's not the traditional drill fill bill because uh, you would have so many patients come in and ask and ask us, well, do you do cosmetics? Well, yeah, we, we do everything practically. And they, they, a lot of people come in, have the uh, mindset of, well, it's just general dentistry. You only do fillings. Then you go somewhere sure. else for rounds. You go somewhere else for root canals. You go, which and, isn't convenient for anybody. No, Let's just be no. honest. Like the referral process of an implant is, is weird. Let's yeah. just be honest. Like it really is my, and I heard this from somebody outside the dental industry, actually my wife, the first time she like understood the process, she's like, why would you send somebody away to somebody else? They put in part of it and then it's got to heal. And then you send them back to do the other part of it. It doesn't make, you don't have that anywhere else in medicine. You do the, you do everything else start to finish. Right. Yeah. Well, there's a pathway, right? You go to the orthopedist and then you go into the, the physical therapy and all that. But you know, I mean, I think when you do the empathy mapping for patients and what it's like being a patient in any aspect of dentistry, it, it is a nightmare and it takes a lot of time. And it's a lot of time with something that is has a stereotype, a negative connotation around it, if you will, right, for, for a patient side. A lot of them fear it. A lot of them have anxiety and they only know it as something that when they go there, they find out they have more problems. <laughs> so, sure. you know, I mean, it's something that I think even myself, I just... I delay going more than I should. And and I think that I, I can get that. But when you actually sit down and do the empathy mapping with that, I think that's how you create something like what we're seeing now, what you're doing now, Jason, and, and this project with Walmart. So I'd love to kind of hear you segue that and how that got tied in and what you're doing with Walmart now and where did that inspiration come from. Oh, well, um, this has kind of been 
a long road, um, a lot of behind the scenes work, but right now I am, uh, our, our company is partnered up with, uh, Walmart health to help kind of help out with the dentistry aspect of Walmart health. So if nobody knows about Walmart health, uh, Google it, um, you'll pull up a lot of information about it. Go to the site. There are two Walmart health locations as we speak right now, one in Dallas, Georgia, and the other in Calhoun, Georgia. Uh, and, but- and those communities are more rural. They're not so, uh, they're not close to the city at all, right? They're both within, right. like an hour right. from the city. Right, okay. right. And so there, there's a lot that goes into it, but also if you just look at the, 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 the Walmart health um, concept and the Walmart health building and who and what is inside of it. And so you start looking at, you know, when you walk through the, the front atrium of Walmart health, you'll have a care host that comes and greets you with an iPad so that they are checking you in. And so behind the doors, what you don't see is a lot of other specialties. There's medical, dental, behavioral health, vision, pharmacy, audiology, and phlebotomy. And so it, it, it's, it's amazing of the synergy that I see between all the practitioners um, and how, how we're kind of partnered up together to provide that ultimate patient experience, what I've kind of been doing at Providence, but doing it for people that never had the opportunity to gain access to care because of cost, because of convenience. Now we're, uh, now we're in the areas where these customers and patients come most. And there was a study done and I, I can't remember who did it. I just remember hearing it on some of our calls as uh, that Walmart is within 10 to 15 miles or minutes. I can't remember what it was of 90% of the U S population, which is oh, crazy. Wow. There's yeah. nothing else like that. Yeah. And, and so just, just thinking about, you know, access to care, um, having these patients that we see the majority of the, when we first started doing it, the majority of the responses, oh my gosh, you're, you're disrupting dentistry altogether. You're, you're taking out the private practice. Before you get, break into that, I want to, I want to kind of like map this out for people listening. Cause this is really unique. I want them to understand the kind of high level view of this too, before we get into the intricacy. So okay. it's branded as Walmart health. That's it. Right. Yes. Okay. So then they come in, they just say, I need something. It's, 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 they're branding it as a general location for your health, which I think is smart, very clever there. And so then they come in and that's where they go to the different specialties that they need, dentistry, audiology, whatever it may be, right? Right, right. But, and Blake, let me interrupt because I've actually been in the Walmart Health. I got to go a little behind the scenes the day before the um, – I think it was the, was it the Calhoun locations. Small, small flex. Shane had to push that yeah, in. Right. No, I had to sneak in the back door. They wouldn't let me in the front door. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it was the, it was super nice. Like really like high-end dental spa kind of feel. I'm not joking. And like, you know, I've talked to Jason and he could tell me what he could tell me about what was going on as there, but there's a lot of stuff he couldn't. But then I get in there and I'm like, oh my goodness. You know, I think people hear the name Walmart. And then dentistry and associate like, oh, it's going to be low cost. It's going to be like DSO style, bro. It's beautiful in there. Um, so it's an actual dental clinic. You go back behind the doors and there's all these different many clinics within that center. Correct. Okay. Correct. And in a beautiful lobby, like beautiful lobby. It's it, And they even have this little health center where they're going to run classes and stuff out of it. Right. Like it's 
It was obviously very well thought out. Nobody thinks twice about getting their glasses at Walmart. I do that, and I didn't even apply for my insurance because it was still lower cost than the other places with my insurance. I was going to ask, does Walmart offer health insurance? To the the general public. Do they have a a health insurance plan? At this point in time, uh, not right now. But with price transparency of what we're doing – and trying to offer a lot of this, uh, a lot of this care that they're they're seeking, and they're getting could be very very affordable. Well, yeah, like I'm on the website right now. So medical, medical right now, sick or injury visit forty dollars annual checkup wow. thirty dollars annual youth checkup twenty dollars dental exam fifty dollars dental exam for youth forty dollars. Like these prices are. Do so, I need to have insurance? Not really for this. You know? So do you think that this is now offering health service on a regular basis to those who just were not getting this, getting medical treatment? Well, that's, uh, you read my mind. Good segue. So uh, the amazing part about it is you, a lot of times people will think or assume one thing, but what we really noticed inside the uh, locations, um, that the majority of these people that patients that come in haven't been into the dentist one to five to 10 plus years. Um, And what we're seeing is I can tell you so many stories, but I can tell you one in particular that, you know, I had a mother crying that she was so happy to be able to uh, have us there to provide service to her son because they could not afford it. They had to start choosing between, going to the dentist for initial workup, as you know, you know, our private practice fees, um, and having that ability to have price transparency and for Walmart health to work with them to get that dental care that they need and medical care as well. So we're, we're not there to a point of trying to, uh, pull, you know, patients from other docs, but the, the fact of the matter is most of the patients that come in haven't been in, in five plus years. So you're not the market that's not, yeah, yeah, it's not taking away patients from other people. Most of the patients I would, this is just my assumption without any data to go with it is that it's people not getting care already. So it's, it's, right. it's getting more access may, to care for people. Which I would say is actually good for all of the uh, dentistry because then at that point you're identifying implant patients and things like that at a, that weren't even being identified now. Right. But when they said, uh, we talked about this before, I think it's like 11% of the, the, patients that need limb plants are being served or so there's a huge market share not even being serviced and it sounds like the same thing with general dentistry here that is oh, you know what, what's dentistry. even more impressive to me blake is the integrated healthcare portion of this that to me is actually something more interesting uh than just you know transparency and pricing is good uh you know, quality dentistry and and getting more access to care is great. But when you have primary care, optometry, dental, counseling, x-ray, labs, audiology, and I imagine there'll probably be more down the way. To me, that's a bigger, that's the future of medicine, what should be, where we always talk about. Exactly. Because the mouth is kind of like the, you know, the eyes are the gateway to the soul. We know if somebody's got perio, they got issues with you know, more likely to have cardiovascular disease, all these other things. It's kind of the gateway to the rest of the health of the body. So I think that this model right here is probably what medical and dental should be collaborating on anyways, right? Not to say Walmart anywhere. It's almost, it just shows how if you have one initiative with a government organization, you get X result versus when you bring in private equity and, and you have a, 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 you know, a publicly traded company involved in their approach to it. 
you know, I, kudos. I mean, this is this is really cool. I mean, I didn't know, understand the whole intricacy of it all, and, and it that makes a complete sense. It's serving a community that just wasn't even being served, well, and, and now it, you're and helping it's serving a Walmart too. It's unbelievable PR for them. Like, and, and I don't know any of this. I, this is just the way it looks to me on the outside. You know, they're competing with Amazon. So how do you compete with Amazon? Is you got to beat them at their own game by getting stuff to you at home, which they're trying to do right now. It's an or, easy button. It's an easy. You button. get more people in the store. What am I going to do while my wife's getting her teeth clean? I'm going to go buy a TV probably, right? Ooh, <laughs> or something or whatever, right? It's, it's a extreme. smart move. No, I think, that, I think that is a, that's a very sophisticated model. And to, to start it out in Georgia, I wonder what made them pick Georgia over of all the places they could have gone. Yeah, why did they pick Georgia? Can you disclose that, Jason? Well, that's a very good question. You know, so it, they, I'm sure that, you know, some of the decisions higher up, they played – they had to go in and did a lot, do a lot of research, and um, unbeknownst to me, what their metrics are to try to uh, physically pick the locations. But you know, th- their primary concern right now is trying to find uh, ways to provide access to care for these patients, and where are they coming from, how how they're coming to the locations, and what is the impact to the community? Because as you, as you know, a lot of these patients that don't get seen or develop abscesses, where do they end up? They end up at the ER. And yep. what impact does that have? So we, we've gotten a lot of response from especially the hospitals in the area of saying, you know, thank goodness that you're here because now we can send our patients to your primary care physicians for triage uh, as opposed to, you know, coming into the uh, ER. So that also helps out with dentistry. But the other cool thing is what I was going to talk to you about a little earlier was the integration between medical, dental in particular. Um, We have so many new patients that come through the doors that haven't been in the medical. They have undiagnosed high blood pressure. And as we know, we're trying to treat general dentistry. And we come to find out that we got uncontrolled blood pressure issues we got diabetic issues. We got a whole host of things, and they don't have a primary care physician. Now we're just being able to enroll them into medical if they do not have a primary care physician. Into and a it, universal it, patient record. Right, right. So it, it gives us the ability wow. to create that synergy of taking care of the complete patient. Because, as you know, they come in the dental office and, well, you got your blood pressure out of control. Go see your doc. And well, I don't have a dog, so let's try oh, yeah. to find something for you. So, so it, it all goes goes into a lot of a lot of collaboration within the clinic itself. Not well, only the continuity, I mean, of it all, I, that, mm-hmm. that is so important. When you look at the medical field, it's a disaster, right? And and then EHR and all this stuff, and you know, we have allowed companies to create things that are essentially necessities, like EHR or medical records and things like that. And allow them to create their own closed systems and they're non-universal, non-transferable and things like that. So to have that and really be starting from scratch, because like you said, these patients haven't been in a clinician in quite some time. To start from scratch and all of it connect together, that's going to have a long-term positive effect from Walmart. That's an easy oh, button. It's an easy Completely. button for patients. And that is that is an ingenious. And I didn't think of it from that perspective, but I think that'll be one of the most key components of this entire deal is that is synergy amongst every specialty and the universal record of that patient is huge. And that's what we should have had from the beginning. You know, I mean, that could have saved, you know, probably saved lives and extended lives, things like that. 
But I'm also looking at one other thing. I'm looking at hours here, Blake. Monday through Saturday, 7.30 a.m. to 7.30 p.m. And Sunday, 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. So I'm going to ask you a question real quick. If I can't afford usually, I'm going to Walmart Health because the prices is something that I can afford because everywhere else I couldn't. Could I afford to take off time for work to go see the dentist in their convenient hours You know that close at 4 p.m. And, and I don't work on Fridays and certainly not Saturdays or Sundays. And I'm not judging anybody for that. If you can pull that off, more power to you. Uh, I think that's fantastic. However, it's very likely that you can't take days off to get take care of your health. Now the hours are around whatever schedule that you actually have, unless you're you know working. I mean, really, it's it's wide open. I mean, that's a big deal. Let's talk about the single mom with three kids, two kids, three kids, and she's working her tail off between two jobs, and she's going to Walmart to get her groceries. I, I get it, man. I really get it, and I, I like. I, I truly understand, and I think no one really could see it for what it would, what it is now until it was actually executed. And kudos on you, yeah. Jason, for believing it because, like, hearing it is it tugs on my heartstrings. Because I spent I spent my Christmas every year working with the Jose Williams um, Feed the Homeless, and over fifteen thousand people are homeless, needing food and meal and care. And some of them may may have a little bit of a job or something, but there's they're, they do health screenings and all that there, and there's such a huge need, man. And when you don't get an, a proper nutrition or diet or have a healthy lifestyle in the first place, you need this more than anything. And so I think this is amazing. And and, and honestly, you should be applauded for taking the risk and, and doing this with them because – And pissing I'm, off so many people in the process. Yeah, look, your colleagues – I would love to hear what your <laughs> colleagues have said to you on the negative because I'm sure you haven't heard some of the nicest things when you took this jump. Well, you know, it, it, of course, they don't say it to his face, dude. They say it on Facebook groups. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why we're so reluctant to change and and it was stuck in such analog ways in so many uh, capacities in dentistry, but uh, you know, change can be good. Again, you're serving a market that's not even being served. And if you took the Walmart health, uh, if you took Walmart off of this and it was just the health clinic, right? Not branded anything, people would be applauding this, right? Well, they all hate it because it has Walmart there. they're afraid. They all hated DSOs, but they're all Jason's happily the boogeyman, and so, so is Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> One of the nicest guys I know in my life, <laughs> people are afraid of. What would you say to the guy who's a, down the street, uh, drilling fellow clinic, that's terrified of this, and he's talking trash on it? What would you say? I mean, don't be afraid, because what it is, is the, a lot of the patients that we see, as, as I was telling you earlier, haven't had the access of care. And so their primary concern is... Like you were saying, uh, talking uh, earlier about the everyday working family, the working mom that works, you know, the employees of Walmart, right? Yeah, yeah, even them as well. But just having that opportunity to go and and get that that dental care and not have to take off of work. So, and you know, create a scenario that they take off work, but they haven't been into medical, so they got issues with blood pressure, and all of a sudden now they just took off work, can't get treatment, now got to go to medical. And now have to go back to dental. And how many times have they lost work? What's the loss of revenue? And so just really meeting the customer base and patient base at where they mostly travel and where are they at. And so you go to them and, and give them the opportunity to provide that service for them. So it, it's it's truly amazing to see the response. And, and you're talking about disruption alone. If you look back and when Walmart did their uh, was the $4 prescription, um, I'm, I'm just, you know, hearing internally to all the stories that they heard from patients and did all the research and, you know, where, where families had, uh, in particular, a mom 
had to say, I had to choose between my prescription and putting food on the table for my kids. And so yeah. what does, what does the working mom do? They, they put food on the table. And so now they can mm-hmm. actually afford to get that $4 prescription. So the same thing with this is just, is, is getting that ability to provide care to their patient base and the community that never had that opportunity before. And so of course, telling the dentist that, you know, oh my gosh, this is taking over. No, absolutely not. It's, it's providing that care to that patient base that never had that opportunity. So yeah, it's there's a major segment, major portion of the market that's not being served anyways, because either they're afraid or can't afford it. Right. right. So. right. Well, and, and I think, look, again, you guys aren't offering everything service wise, right? You're not doing oral surgery and all that, are you? Well, Blake, my goodness, what is dentistry? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you just about freaked everybody out. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> to kind of give you a, a broad stroke of what we do, um, we do a broad stroke, uh, broad scope of general dentistry. We'll do preventative hygiene, deep cleanings. Uh, we'll do the dentistry, general dentistry. We'll do composites, crowns. Um, we'll also do oral surgery, simple and surgical extractions. We're really not getting into thirds or anything like that. We want to engage into our specialty care with our providers outside to also engage into those providers as well, just because we don't. So you guys, all your specialists should go make friends with them. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So we still, we still engage with them and, and provide that service to those specialists as well. So and, they should actually be reaching out and making that establishing that relationship then, because again, I mean, for, for specialty, there's, I think that's their fear is a, a, a Chuck and thirds shop. <laughs> they, they always worry because that's the bread and butter for oral surgery. Too much liability. I would assume for Walmart health, right? Like you don't want to be putting, well, it changes the whole there, clinic you know? build out too, right? You change the whole workflow and the design of your clinics at that point, I would think too. Yeah. Right. Well, Jason, can, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. Feel free. I ha- we got to wrap this in a second, but I wanted to finish this off with a very – maybe you can help us find what's going on behind this conspiracy theory I had. All right. So, Blake, have you seen uh, Dr. Oz and uh, Mark Wahlberg have this kind of like rivalry thing going on where they're talking trash Right? Do you know, Blake, have you seen this? Where Dr. Oz, they're, they're talking about like uh, – I've heard of it. I've heard about it. Yeah. So they've been talking trash, right? And so – what I noticed was that the grand opening of the first location in Dallas was Dr. Oz was there. And Jason's now really close buddies with Dr. Oz. I saw a lot of pictures <laughs> on Instagram and things like that. And then, and then I saw this the day after I was at the uh, Walmart health in Calhoun, who happens to show up the next day, but Mr. Mark Wahlberg, Marky Mark. Mark. So just randomly, they have this, you know, thing over some health issue, right? That they're talking about social media, and then they're both at Walmart Health. This is a freaking conspiracy, Jason. What's going on here? I need you to answer this right now. Oh, I would love to answer that. I saw you take a picture of Marky Mark, so I'm just assuming he's your best buddy now, too, right? <laughs> uh, you, you can assume, but no, <laughs> I met him for the first time there. Nice, nice guy, nice guy. So it, it was, it was, uh, I'm sure, purely coincidental. So. I believe none of that. There is something going on here, and it is the most brilliant marketing I've ever seen. <laughs> so, uh, well, Jason, honestly, you know, you're one of my close buddies. Appreciate you taking the time because you, I know your schedule's been crazy hectic now. So, uh, any last words for the the general dentistry community out there who's terrified of you right now? 
you want to say put your gloves on or just you know hey right. come get no it. absolutely not i mean the same thing that i i did in macon i said you know there, there's such a huge population of underserved patients and uh, we as dentists cannot serve them all and should we ever be in that uh, position of in that mindset of thinking that we can serve them all we're here to provide that care to that patient base whatever that pace, patient base may be but every patient should be given that opportunity for that access of care. And so that is what we're all about to provide that access of care to the people that could not get it before so that they, they can live better lives. I think that's a drop the mic thing right there, guys. And so we'll see you next time on the all in podcast. Thanks for listening to the all in podcast. See you next time.